Did you know more than one in seven U.S. adults have kidney disease and many don't know it? This National Kidney Month, find out what causes kidney disease and what you can do to take control of your health. Take a no-cost Kidney Smart class online at www.davita.com slash kidneysmart. That's www.davita.com slash kidneysmart. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. Welcome to Reveal Your Excellence with the on-camera coach, Renee Ellison. I am Renee Ellison, and I'm so excited and delighted to be here with you again this morning, this beautiful spring day, this Saturday morning, and even more excited because today's guest um, is probably someone that many Life Coach Radio Network listeners remember um, because it wasn't so long ago that she uh, was a host on Life Coach Radio Networks. Her name is Tamara Cosley Robinson. And Tamara is going to be here today to talk to us about confidence. She is probably one of the most confident women I've ever known. Um, and, um, and ironically, I feel like I've known her for so long, but we haven't ever even had an opportunity to meet. <laughs> we found out we found out that we're in the same sorority. We found out that we know a lot of the same people and um we we just have bonded and connected and uh today she's going to be talking to us about confidence and um, the secrets to actually becoming a more confident person. But before we uh bring uh, Tamara on. I just want to let you know about some shows that are coming up on Life Coach Radio Networks. Just want to get some housekeeping out of the way, and um, then we're going to get into the interviews. So on April 6th, which is a Wednesday, in depth with Jan Jaffe. Sounds like Jan Jaffe has changed the name of her show. She's going to be interviewing pop singer songwriter uh, Jan Close. And then on April 13th, Jan Jaffe um, also goes in-depth with Ava Diamond. That's also a Wednesday. And then on uh, April 20th at 12 p.m., all these shows are um, broadcast at 12 p.m., by the way, A Physical Therapist Perspective, Why Movement Leads to a Long and Healthy Life. So a lot of really uh, wonderful shows here on Life Coach Radio Networks. Make sure that you tune in. And just a reminder, everyone, today is my final show with the network. I am so, um, it's so bittersweet to be moving on. And um, I just want to thank you, all of you who have supported the show thus far. Um, But, you know, we're going to go out with a bang with a really dynamic guest today. And Tamara Cosley Robinson, welcome to Reveal Your Excellence. How are you? I'm doing well, Renee. I'm doing really, really well. Thank you for inviting me to your show and, you know, just really excited about today's conversation. Yeah, I'm excited about it, too, and especially because you're on the other side now, right? You know, you've had um, all these uh, opportunities to host your own show, and now you are on the other side of it, which... Um, is really great because you get to talk about um, your business and you get to promote your business a little bit and talk about what makes you special um, rather than just featuring um, other guests, right? So, yeah. um, so, so welcome to Reveal Your Excellence. Oh, thank you so much. And I love the, I love the title um, because I feel like everybody has excellence to reveal, even though sometimes we may not think that that's that's even my remotely true. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I, I, that's one of the things that I think, um, that's one of the things I feel like is a gift of mine. I find excellence in everything and everyone. And wow. it just takes, you know, just getting to know people to understand what really 
is that thing about them that makes them special um, and and to hope to help them to, you know, do even a little bit more of that or mm-hmm. even just to realize it. Because sometimes when you just realize it, that, that, that's enough to start to make you look at things a little bit differently. So, um, it's so yes, that thank is you so for true. having me again. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Tamara Cosley Robinson and what makes you special? Ah, what makes me special? My smile. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, I think for me, um, you know, I, I'm a, I, I have very humble beginnings, and um, I think the thing that makes me special is that I do make everyone very, very comfortable um, in whatever it is that I do and whatever it is that's going that's going on. There's a quiet calm about me. Um, that it, it's just a part of me. And, and maybe it's because I want to be comfortable that I, I help people to be comfortable. Um, but I think the other thing that's special about me is that um, I can find um, a way to do whatever needs to be done. And other people, when they see that, it helps to motivate them to do the same thing. You know, when I was growing up, I was the quiet, shy girl in the corner. I really didn't talk to a whole lot of people, and it's not because I didn't want to. I didn't know how. And um, and and maybe um, I think a lot of times we live in the reverse, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I say that because I was always trying to – I wanted to be that popular person, but I didn't know how, and, and – Understanding just embracing what's special about me brought people to me. And the people that it brought to me has always been um, very instrumental in me going to that next level, right? So it's like Tamara 1.0, Tamara 2.0, and and so on. So, you know, I think um, that's what makes me special. Well, I can definitely see all the things that that you're um, talking about just in the conversations that we've had. Um, It's amazing how, you know, one conversation with Tamara five minutes in and you feel like you've known her your whole life. Um, And that connection um, that you get immediately with with you is um, it is so special because you do, you know, we've had so many conversations and we'll talk about this during the show today about your change in your transition from corporate America to becoming a life coach to being um, your, your having your own business and, 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 and how that really has challenged you, but how it's been such a natural progression. And that has inspired me and really motivated me in so many ways. So I just want to thank mm. you for that. You know, those conversations oh, have welcome. been very special. You're welcome. You're yeah. welcome. Um, yeah. So, and, so anyway, so tell me a little bit about your professional background, Tamara. Yeah. So um, my professional background is in technology. Um, mm-hmm. I jumped in in the early 90s when technology was new and not too many people knew about it. You know, we're we're – we're not of the generation that grew up with computers. We are in the generation that grew up with typewriters. <laughs> Everything was very Exactly. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. And so, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and the one thing that I realize now, uh, 25 years later, out of this space of being in, in, in corporate, when I started out, I was always really good with people always really good with people Um, and so that connection and that relationship and and when I started doing that early on I never really knew the power of it Um, Mm -hmm. and then you couple that with technology and so most people and it's technology support right so there's a lot of different things that people can do in technology Mm -hmm. I am not a programmer I do understand it and I am a, a bit of a tech head when it comes to that but I can't I don't really like working alone I don't like being me and the computer and that's it. I, that doesn't do anything for me. And so um, I started out, you know, learning about technology. Um, I was selling information about technology. 
<laughs> and then I started supporting technology. Um, and so I um, was with, um, I started out with Price Waterhouse um, actually five years after I graduated from um, college. So I didn't start out right, you know, brand new. Um, and I started out on the help desk helping people and gauging uh, their mood and what was going on and, and really getting to the crux of what their issues were quickly. And so the technology piece would kick in, right? Uh, I knew mm-hmm. how to do what to tell them, click here, click there, close this, do that, restart the machine. But while the machine was doing its thing, I was connecting to the person. Mm, Always connecting is, to the person. Which is so important, yeah. right, Tamara? Because in, in technology, mm-hmm. you have to be able to relate to the individual, not just fix their problem. You have to, because not everybody has the same level of understanding and, you know, they need to sometimes be kind of walked through the process. So to have that uh, ability to do both is really special. It really stands out. Yeah. It really does, and I think the other thing, not even I think, I know for a fact that the other thing that I was able to do was to quickly be able to connect with the person and, mm-hmm. and assure them that everything was going to be all right, and, oh, by the way, how's your, how are your kids doing? You know, are you celebrating this or are you celebrating that? And really bringing about that relationship. And so being able to do that and also being able to kind of gauge what's happening without seeing someone, that is a skill. I never thought of it as a skill. It is a, an absolute skill to have. And so I really pretty much built my, my corporate um, career very, very quickly on relating to people, giving them what it is that they needed, finding the people who can actually help me to make those things possible. So I went from help desk, you know, being on the help desk, answering calls. Then I started managing people who were answering calls. Then I started actually learning more about the hardware and how do you fix this and servers and how do you run that. Very curious all the time. And, you know, by that time we merged with Coopers and Librand, everything got big and then things get small I'm moving up into the organization in different leadership roles. And my last role in technology was to be the director of IT support in our, in our New York office, which was the largest office in the U.S., um, the, the most challenging office in the U.S. We had U.S. and global leaders in and out of that office. I had 65 people that I was responsible for and four major groups that um, – I actually led different areas of technology, disaster recovery, um, telephones in, in, in all ways, shapes, and sizes, iPhones and iPads and all that stuff, um, onboarding. You know, anytime someone new came, they needed a laptop, it's coordinating those efforts across the U.S., um, as well as real estate. Anytime something moved, added, or changed in an office building that was big enough, I, I, I led that that um, that process across the country too with other people. So, you know, I start off with managing clients right by phone, and here I I, I end, you know, eighteen and a half years later, um, managing larger teams who then have other clients who then have to, you know, you want to make sure that they're happy and that you're giving them what they want and need. So. So it sounds to me like like in order to be able to grow the way you've grown mm-hmm. in your business and to be able to accomplish the things that you've accomplished, to be able to lead a team, did you say of 65-plus people? Yes. Wow, that's a lot of people. Um, <laughs> to be able to people. That's a lot of people. To be able to lead a, t- a team of that many people in as a director in a New York office that has um, – the spotlight on it, really, uh, I'm sure. Um, You have to have a lot of confidence. I mean, you have to be pretty self-assured, and and there has to be a level of um, calm, um, but yet and still you have to be able to get things done and to be able to know how to uh, leverage your relationships within the organization in order for other people to get things done. So 
you're, you're really an ideal person to talk to about confidence because you've made that transition, like I said, from corporate America, and we'll talk about that transition a little bit down the line. But, you yeah. know, just, just so that we can have a, a, a kind of a framework, Tamara, what would be your estimation? Because today we're talking about confidence. What would be your definition of confidence? Confidence. You know, it's an interesting thing because it's so very individual for everyone. Um, but I feel like confidence is that thing that allows you to do what you do so very well without hesitation um, and knowing that you're doing the best that you can with everything that you've got. Confidence doesn't have anything to do with it being right. Confidence has, it's, it's almost like a, you know, confidence is almost like swagger. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you just have the ability to know that, I, I have everything that I need to get it done. And and to do it, you know, there's a um, a quote, and I'm not close to my computer, but a lot of times people feel that confidence, you can't be fearful and be confident at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I, I challenge that. I'm telling you right now that fear is, is almost essential. <laughs> it's a, to I, think, I think it's a... It's a motivating factor, isn't it? Absolutely. In so many ways. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because a lot of times people say, oh, my God, Tamara, you did that all in New York. You must have been, like, feeling like I can do it. And I'm like, well, it's a good thing that you didn't see what was happening on the inside or even knowing how I was feeling on the inside because I wasn't always very confident. Um, But those were things that you build upon. You know, even me taking that job in New York, I was like, oh, my God, I don't even, you know, I feared going, you know, in, in the tunnel every day on New Jersey Transit. I'm, I had this terrible fear of being underwater, and I did it for nine and a half years. Yeah, wow. and you just breathe through those things. It's like, well, it's a mode of transportation. There's no other way to get into New York City. I don't care where you're going from. You've got to go. you got to go under some water. Right. <laughs> right? Exactly. So, exactly. Yes. So that, being that, able to do things, mm-hmm. yeah, that you, that you fear. And a lot of times I was, and this is how actually – how I got the, the name, my URL, and, and, and a lot of my, my business is built on doing it anyway, right, and daring mm-hmm. myself to do it. And, you know, talking in front of people, quiet as a church mouth, shy, very, I'm an introvert by rote. I know I don't sound like an introverted person, but it's work to be able to be more outspoken. Um, and so... You figure out what are the things that I need to do so that I can be more believable, that people will have faith that, they, that I know what I'm talking about, and you take those steps. That's really amazing. That's an amazing definition. I love that you um, compared confidence to swagger because in so many ways it's so true that um, there's – there's an air, you know, there's that quote about courage, right? Courage is when you feel the fear, but you do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So so in, in, in a lot of ways, it's kind of connected. Like you said, that whole idea of, you know, being able to walk into a room and nobody knows what's going on inside you, but you're able to get things done. You're able to show up in a certain way. You're able to make a presentation um, that a lot of people would look at and say, oh, you're so confident. Oh, you're so bold. Oh, you're such a diva. You know, that, that kind of right. stuff. Right. And in the, inside, you're thinking, if only you knew what was really going on inside of me, you would not be calling me a diva right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and there's also this thing of, I'm going to get found out. Somebody yes. is going to pull my punk card, right? Somebody is going to, and you know, all of us have these, these little vulnerable pieces of ourselves. And all we need is someone to say something, do something, and it really can, you know, affect how you come across. Right. And most people don't know it. Um, 
my mom, when we were growing up, I swear, I have so many books in me, and there's going to be a book that I'll write um, about how the different things that my mom used to say to us that have affected me and, and made me such a, an awesome human. And one of the things mom used to say is to fix your face. You know, she would say that yes. to us girls. And that's, the right? old, that's the old school thing. I love that old one. Old school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fix your face. And basically do not react to what is in front of you, right? Because, you know, with kids, kids are very, um, I don't know, they're just super honest and they're super aware. And when they see things, they just say, oh, <laughs> this person is bad or, oh, this person is, uh, you know, kids will just say it. And so when my mother sees things, you know, because all mothers have this mother vision, um, she would just see it and, and just pretty much tell us, okay, fix your face. And we would, I would, we would immediately start looking around to see what we're not supposed to react to. <laughs> and so in those moments, you know, I've learned very, very, and, and I've learned how to, you know, not necessarily react. Um, that doesn't always serve you very well, especially when you're, uh, you know, when you are leading people because people need to see that you do have feelings and, and that, you know, you do, um, you know, have a heart and, and, you know, that you're not um, a computer, you know, uh, but for the most part that has served me well. Just really just <laughs> just fix your face. It's okay. <laughs> And I wonder, you know, you talked a little bit about your mom and, you know, just the, the I'm sure the love and the confidence that she poured into you. Um, so I can just imagine that part of what you have become is a result of that. But I'm just wondering, you know, just on a, on a deeper level, um, beyond the surface, beyond the work, beyond the accomplishments, where does your confidence come from? You know, um, my confidence, um, it really comes from a very authentic place, right? Mm. It just comes from the center of my being. Um, I want to be the best that I can be. Um, And in order for me to be the best that I can be, means that I'm going to be uncomfortable most of the time. Um, even to be successful, you you have to go outside the, the lines, you know. And for many years, I, I, I lived a very um, predictable and I, say, I would say Faith. it's a... Space, maybe. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good word. Thank you. Mm-hmm. A very, very yeah. safe space. And and I would look out and I see other people doing stuff, and I would say, Oh God, I wish I could do that, or I wish I could say that, or I wish I could. And it was always, I wish, I wish. And then it's just like, you know what? This is like not working for me. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. This is not working for me. And one by one, little by little, even with some relationships that I had that weren't working, I said, you know what, I got to I gotta do the uncomfortable thing. I, I don't want to stay in it just because everybody else thinks I should. I got I to gotta do something for me. I got to make sure yeah. it's right for me. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it bleeds into all these other things. And so it really, my confidence came out of discomfort. Um, and... Um, I feel like I'm a very ordinary person living an extraordinary life, but I think it can be said the other way around as well. You know, I'm an extraordinary person living ordinary because my now ordinary is about pushing the boundaries and and doing what's good for, for me without hurting anybody, of course. Um, and when you do that, so many other things actually come into view things that you've never seen before are now sitting right in front of you because you push beyond a boundary. That's really, and that really speaks to that whole idea of being uncomfortable in order to be successful. 
I, I, I understand yeah. where you're coming from with that. Um, if you happen to be listening to our show today and just want to get on the line and talk to Tamara, maybe ask her a couple questions or just make a comment about anything that we're talking about today, please give us a call at 646-716-9397. Uh, press 1 to get into the show, 646 716 9397. So we talked a little bit about fear and I'm wondering, you know, as, as we are, as we are trying to overcome the fear, as we're trying to overcome the anxiety of being great, of being successful, because like you said, when you move from point A to point B, sometimes it does feel like you're going outside the lines. It does feel a little bit um, uncomfortable. How do mm-hmm. we manage? How do we manage that fear? I know you talked a little bit about breathing through it, but what are some mm-hmm. ways that we can manage it, Tamara? Yeah, well, you know, managing fear is is really about asking yourself, um, and I and I do ask myself lots of questions, um, and one of them is, so what? What is it? You know, what is the it? Mm -hmm. Um, what is the it that has got you hyperventilated Um, and it could be um, exposure it could be um, not wanting to be judged it could be a lot of different things and at some point like I'll I'll, I'll, uh, relate this back to when I started my blog so I was actually, I had a blog for about a year, and, and I hadn't told family, friends, anybody about it. Um, and it was everything for me just to post it, let alone keep doing it. And I had a, a pretty decent following of a whole bunch of strangers <laughs> who were actually liking what I was writing, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is bananas. And, and I had a coach, and, they, and she helped me work through it. And I was afraid of being judged. I was afraid of someone telling me that's stupid, that doesn't make any sense, and you need, you need to go sit in corner, right? Um, <laughs> and certainly some people could think that way, um, and that hasn't happened to me as of yet, but it can happen now, and I, it, it, my reaction would probably be very different from when I started uh, because when I started, nobody knew. And so when I started actually telling people about what I was doing, they were like, oh, my God. And, oh, my God, I like this and I like that. And I'm like, okay. So managing through it sometimes is just taking a deep breath, asking yourself, what is it really? Um, and even saying out loud actually helps to diffuse it. Um, a lot of things that we fear are the things that we make up about the thing that we fear. It's the boogeyman in the closet. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the thing that I can, I can just make up a whole story about something that's either going to happen or could happen, and because I don't want to, hand, I don't want to see that, or I don't want to deal with that, I'm going to not do that. Um, a lot of them are unfounded. Um, another way that I manage through fear is to, um, you know, connect with the people who are closest to me, um, and not the people who will just say yes because they think I want to hear yes, but other people that are like, listen, you know. Stop it, <laughs> you know. And See, those heart, those heart. Is, I was just going to mm-hmm. say those heart, those heart friends. You know the the yeah. people that really know know your heart and understand your heart and want you to be your best. Yes, and those mm-hmm. are the people who will hold your hand and step through it with you. Yeah. So it may not necessarily be a physical. I've got you, but it's like, listen, I'm going to be right here. Just go ahead and do it. Um, you know, you're going to be fine. Um, people who are there to just make sure that you're at your best. And everybody needs that. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody craves that, whether or not they ask for it or not is another thing. But uh, everybody needs that. And so that that has been uh, an awesome way for me to manage through the things that that that, you know, sometimes scare me to death or just, you know, there's just even a, a little hint of fear. Mm-hmm. So we talked mm-hmm. a little bit about where confidence comes from and where your confidence comes from and how to kind of develop confidence. Um, 
when we're dealing with fear, but how do we just, how do we approach it in terms of developing confidence when there's not necessarily fear involved, but we just want to be our best. We want to uh, present our be- ourselves in the best light. How do we develop confidence in that um, situation? Yeah, and so um, there are are people out there who are, I won't say they're confidence experts, um, but one of the things that I actually share with people um, because I, I, I do do workshops on confidence and there's this, this thing that can happen in your body, right? It's very, very, um, it's just connected to how, how your hormones are, are running for you. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so Amy Cuddy, have you ever heard of Amy Cuddy? I have. She's the, um, she wasn't she on Dancing with the Stars and and she it was a snowboarder is that the one? Oh, no, I, don't, I, must be, I don't know. I must be thinking of someone else. No, no, I'm that's a, okay. Um, it's a woman who uh, she actually wrote a book called Presence. Um, okay. And what ha- what happens is um, that um, you know testosterone is a good way to build that thing in you that helps you to feel confident. Um, mm-hmm. And, of course, men have a ton of it, right? They have it. They have. They just have it running in their body all the time. And um, it doesn't mean that they're more confident. It's, it just is. So when I'm working with women in particular, um, there is this pose. And so if we think about superheroes, every superhero has the same pose, right? Mm-hmm. Hands on hips. You know, feet shoulder length apart, chest out, you know, arms back, your shoulders back, you know, chin up. It's very, that's a very confident pose. And when you do that pose and you do some breathing and you tell yourself positive things, you are immediately more confident than you were five minutes ago. And so Mm. it's called the power pose basically. Okay. Um, if you look her up, she did a TED Talk on, on confidence, and uh, she okay. did some things with students at uh, Princeton University. It's unbelievable how that works, right? So being able to breathe in positivity, breathe out positivity, being in that stance, your heart is open, your chest is open, everything is open, that brings about confidence. Um. The other thing that um, I do to help to even to stay on that even keel is, is affirmation. Mm. You know, we, we, we live in a world where we always will pick out, and I don't know why we do this as humans, but if someone were to ask you something about you, um, more than likely we will talk about something that either we think is wrong with us or something that needs to be fixed. <laughs> it's like that's so true. You look right. You look great right. in that gown, yeah. But you know, I think I'm fat, or you know, my shoes, mm-hmm. my feet are too big, or my hair won't do right, or you know, we just draw attention to the things that we don't like. And so, affirmation is the complete opposite of that. It's speaking to the things that are true and that are that are real and that are positive. And when mm-hmm. spoken in an affirmative way, in an affirming way, you will become the things that you say to yourself. You will become it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, things that I do with, with folks is to create your own affirmations. There's a gazillion books on affirmations that we can buy and, and believe um, that someone else can believe it for us. But, you know, I am strong. Now, you might not always feel strong, but when you want to be strong and you're not feeling, if you say, I am strong every day, you're going to be strong. In your physical being, in your mental being, you are going to be strong. And so those I am's really do help to build that base so that mm-hmm. you're you're always kind of you're you're not on shaky ground you're on you know like a firm foundation 
Now, it sounds to me like a lot of what you're talking about has to do with empowerment. Would you agree? Self-empowerment? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, you know, with the affirmations and with the, you know, superhero stance and all that kind of stuff, what part does empowerment play in developing confidence? Well, when you're empowered, when you're feeling like you have um, the wherewithal to bring things about, it it it, it almost it's the sister, it's the cousin, you know, to confidence. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's so closely married that you can't, it's almost as if you, you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and one may fuel the other. You know, when you're more confident, you feel like you're, you're empowered to do other things. I love that. Um, and it could be, mm-hmm. yeah, that, you know, even the things that you're doing, it's like, you know what, I'm not naturally this person, but I'm feeling like, you know, it's like being in the zone uh, for those of us who, who play sports and um, and know what it feels like to be in this dance with people on your team and you don't really have to talk and all you have to do is look a certain way or nod a certain <laughs> way or do a certain thing. Um, but the other part about when playing sports and, and doing these things, it takes practice, right? And so mm-hmm. if you think in terms of of wanting to be confident, it takes practice to be confident, <laughs> right? So it's not a one and done. It's not like I'm going to say this I am statement and all of a sudden I'm just going to be confident and I can go move on to the next thing. It's it's a it's sometimes it's your whole entire life's work, but when you look at it, you know from the rearview mirror, and when I look at my life through the rearview mirror, I, it's almost my life is unrecognizable. Like and why, I am like. And why yeah. is that, Tamara? Why why is it unrecognizable to you? Is it is it because you didn't envision yourself where you are right now? Or what would what would be the reason for that that it's unrecognizable? Yeah, it, it is absolutely what you just said. I had no okay. idea. I had no idea what I, what the potential was. I'm still yeah. learning what the potential is, and 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 I'm grateful, right? Grateful for the moment that I said, you know what, this right here is just not good enough. You know, this right here is not working for me. Um, and for all the uncomfortable times, I've been uncomfortable enough. It's not that I – sometimes I crave the uncomfortableness because I know mm-hmm. it's like, okay, something's about to change. Um, and, and, and that there is a, there's a lot of challenge in that, but there's a lot of fun to see what actually comes about. <laughs> and and what actually comes about is is so much better um, than I I actually thought that it would be. That's amazing, and it and it's also inspiring because to be able to be as successful as you were in your yeah. corporate life to then be where you are right now in as a successful coach and look back and not, not just a coach, but a speaker, um, a workshop facilitator. There's so many different things that you're doing to look back Mm -hmm. and say, wow, you know, the potential is just, it's almost as if it's only beginning. You've only touched the surface of what you feel that you can create for yourself. And for your family, yeah. and I'm sure for the people within your circle. So that that's really inspiring, Tamara. And and I'm wondering, you know, if if you knew what you knew now, kind of thing, do you think you would have done it sooner? I, <laughs> you know, that is always the age old question. Right. Um, and I think that anybody logically would say, of course, I would do it sooner. You know. Um, but we don't know. We don't know if we would have done it sooner or not. Um, I have, there are a lot of different things that have happened in my life that I say, oh, man, 
if I had done that five years ago or if I had known this person 20 years ago or if I had done X, you know, that would have been somebody else's life, really, right? Mm -hmm. And I've Mm -hmm. gotten to the point where I'm so grateful for right now. I am so grateful for right now Um, uh, because the other part of it is that if someone had told me this, I don't know that I would have believed them. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, whatever. Exactly. Right? Um, I don't know that I would have believed them. And so mm-hmm. um, and I, I can only you, hope and wish that I would have, but I don't know. And sometimes you have to journey through some things in order to be able to come mm-hmm. out on the other side and be able to really step fully into what, you know, I believe God has for you or the universe or however you want to describe it has for you. Um, you, you have to journey through some things. You have to be able to make some mistakes or um, do some things right or, you know, uh, appreciate a relationship in a different way or, you, you know, you have to grow. You have to mature sometimes in order to be able to come out on that other side and really and really prosper. I, I absolutely agree with that statement. I absolutely agree that you, we are, you know, a good friend of mine um, who is actually um, has been a blog talk radio host, uh, Pasha Cooks. Um, Pasha and I met um, when I was a radio show host and I was mentoring new hosts. And, um, it was right as I was about to transition uh, into being a coach full-time. And I met Pasha and, you know, helped her out with her show and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we, um, we start to, we, ha- we get this connection, you know, that connection that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. And, and the connection initially was around basketball, and she was a basketball player. And, and my God, her, her story is so inspiring. And, um, the more I was around her, the more I wanted to be around her. Um, and for a while, we were inseparable, like every day on the phone, um, motivating. You know, we talked about that person who's in that heart space. Um, she's, she's definitely one of those people. And so there's one thing that she says these days is to seek your strength in your struggle. Mm. And that has to be the most powerful thing um, uh, and it won't be the most powerful thing she will ever say. <laughs> but, my God, she comes up with these things, and I'm like, oh, my God. So very true that to find the strength in the things that you struggle with, most people want to hide them. Most people want to cover them up. But, you know, your struggles are the things that help to define the next version of who you will be. Mm-hmm. And, um, and everything that goes along with it, right, it could be – things that we have decided to do that probably may not have been the best decision, but it was a decision, um, Mm -hmm. which often leads to another decision. (laughs) Um, You know, we all walk that tight line. And um, I was uh, with a group of young people. um, Shout out to Urban Promise in Trenton. (laughs) I was with um, a group of their street leaders this past Saturday, um, or last Saturday, and on top of the under, helping them understand that they can find strength in their struggles, uh, the thing that I was able to add to it is that your struggles, everybody's struggles are as individual and as unique as a signature, right? Mm. And so we all have them, um, and they are, the ones that we have are, are ours, um, but it, that doesn't mean that they have to be the thing that keeps us stagnant and keeps us not growing. And it, you know, no matter what it is, there's some forward, there's something forward moving that we can, some forward moving step that we can take because of it. That's awesome. And then, you know, as as you're talking, you know, I hear a lot of um, faith and a lot of trust in mm. the process. Um, you're not you're not saying those words, but that's kind of what I'm sensing as you mm-hmm. are explaining your um, where you are in life and how you've gotten to this point. And, you know, 
Tamara, it's 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 so interesting to me that when you have that faith and when you have that trust in the process, and every now and then, of course, we 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 question and we um, we doubt, right? Um, yeah. it, it's it's amazing how you can get from point A to point B, and just be so comfortable in the discomfort of trying to be excellent. And, and, and that sometimes can promote um, maybe not necessarily antagonism, but disagreement, you know, within, Mm -hmm. um, within your circle, within, you know, within, uh, among colleagues, um, there there might be um, opportunities for people to to see what you're doing, and they might get jealous, or they might um, feel, okay, who does she think she is? She's co- she's quitting her job. She's becoming a life coach. You know, all these mm-hmm. kind of things. And you're stepping out on faith. And really, what you're doing is you're doing a lot of the things that people wish they could do, but yeah. they're not trusting the faith and having having uh, tr- trusting the process and having faith in the process. And um, that leads to that criticism and that, um, that picking apart that sometimes can happen amongst, um, you know, amongst your peers, amongst people, you know, um, ha- yeah. have, have you, have you found that to be um, something that you've struggled with or something that you've dealt with? Yes. Yes. No, maybe. What do you think? Absolutely. You know, I, I would hope it was, it, as you're saying that, I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, you know, and I, it, sometimes you wish that you didn't have those naysayers. Um, and sometimes you wish that everybody yeah. can see the things that you think you see, right? So confidence right. is sometimes seeing that little, that little peak of sunshine. Um, yeah. You don't know, is that a flashlight? Is it, you know, is it, was I, did I blink? Or, and you believe that you see it, right? You believe mm-hmm. that you see it, but you're not really sure, but you're still going to go and keep, continue to move forward. And right. so, yes, absolutely, when I made the decision, um, and it was an awesome ride that I had at PwC, and I'm forever grateful because there's so many things I learned that I, you know, that I can take and, and make it mine. And and what I learned is that it, I was a very much a part of the process of learning. And so when I decided, you know what, my, my life is really going in a different direction. My mm-hmm. life is absolutely pointed in this way. And if I don't, I just said to myself, you know what, you have done more than you could have ever imagined now it's time, time to see about this other thing that you've been talking about. I was certified yeah. six years before. I, you know, I was certified while I was still working full time, which was mm-hmm. like drinking through a fire hose nine times. Because <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> you know what it's like to be certified. And, oh, know, yeah. Nine months of just craziness and, and, you know, lots of practice and all these other things. But there were definitely people that said, you're going to do what? You know, just like that, you're going to do, you know, coaches don't make money, don't you know? Doesn't, you know, you aren't, you're never going to do that. And you should be an executive coach because, you know, there's more money in that. Nobody's going to, who, what do you mean you're going to help women? Well, how are you to empower women? You know, you think you can really, can you really make money doing that? And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shoot, maybe they know something that I don't know. And it's like, nope, stop, right? So this is, again, me talking to myself, nope, nope, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to go over here and we're going to do. And as you continue to do, things start to flow. Right. And I've taken a, a bazillion steps forward, and sometimes it feels like a bazillion steps back, but that's, that's experience, right? And that happens in every part of our lives. And so me striking out as an entrepreneur is no different. Um, and here I am one month and three weeks, uh, one month, one year and three weeks in. And when I tell you things are flowing uh, and the universe conspires to give you the desires of your heart, and mm. you're absolutely right. 
that when you put that thing out there and you work, right, you can't stand around thinking that it's just going to come to you because you want it. You've got to go out there, be uncomfortable, network and talking to people and saying yes to opportunities, saying yes to things that may not necessarily seem like it's the right thing to say yes to. But I, I tell you, even last night, reading a couple of emails that I got, and I'm just like, Lord, you know better. <laughs> you know what? Mm-hmm. And, and it works, and you continue to work, and you continue to push. And, and I'm grateful for all of it, grateful for all of it. And it was absolutely the right thing for me to do. It was absolutely the right time for me to do what it was that I decided to do. And, and certainly having family and friends um, especially to support you, because I know that a lot of people don't always have that. Um, mm-hmm. But my husband is very supportive. My sister is right there. I have my, my, my friends that are just cheering me on and telling me, you know, I always knew that you could. And you're like, what? <laughs> you know, wow, that's why awesome. Did, why didn't you tell me? Yeah, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> yeah, 10 years ago, right? Now, yeah, um, yeah. It, it, brings me, it brings me to the next question, which I have to ask because I, I'm, just, I'm just darn curious. Um, yes. How do we not cross over the fence from confidence to arrogance? How do we not cross the fence? That's interesting. I think mm-hmm. if... When, when your confidence um, what's the word I, I, I the first word that came to my head was humble yeah and I I know that I am I am a humble <clears throat> individual I know that I'm human um, I know that I can make mistakes confidence uh, and arrogance um, and it, to me, it all depends on how you how you present yourself in your confidence. If if your confidence um, hurts people, and if it's meant to hurt people, that's when it you know it it goes awry to me. Um, confidence I, without arrogance, um, without I think it's humility has a lot to do with it. I love that. Okay. Yeah. That's good stuff, Tamara. Do you know that we only have eight more minutes left in the show? That's crazy. That's crazy talk there, Renee. See what happens when we start talking? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just looked looked at the clock. I just looked at my clock, and I said, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) We're almost done, honey. Um, But before we leave, I just want to ask you, what's next for you in your career? Yeah, you know, I'm um, building my practice uh, and and taking on clients, um, and um, that is happening in a in a in a way that's very organic, um, and sometimes even in a surprising way. Um, you know, uh, I, there are so many facets to me as an individual, whereas um, you know, my heart's work is really you know helping women. To, to find their voice, right, and to to be in that space of uncomfortableness uh, mm-hmm. and know that they're uncomfortable and to be bold enough to say what it is that they want for the next chapter in their life or the next chapter at home or at work or whatever it is, and then to boldly go after it, right, and to just say, okay, and bold looks different for everybody. Right, and just helping people, women, to do that. But another thing that's happening too is because I, I know how relationships work, and, and leading teams, and being able to have a successful organization when teams are working in sync with each other. Um, I see some opportunities in that as well. Small organizations, small businesses, um, where I can do some consulting in that space. Um, Absolutely, uh, being out there on on a stage talking um, and motivating women. Uh, one of the events that I'm an event sponsor for is the um, Head to Toe Expo uh, in Robbinsville on May 7th. Uh, I'm doing a workshop called Confidence from the Inside Out, um, and so that's going to be a lot of fun. It's an all-day event, 
Um, I just, and there's so many other things that I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm a, a, a mentor coach uh, through the organization I got certified through. Um, you know, being able to, um, you know, provide coaching for upcoming uh, coaches is, is, a, is something where, you know, I'm a mentor in a lot of spaces, and so that was pretty natural for me too. So lots and lots of opportunity to connect and grow um, the business. That's great, Jamara. And how do we reach you? Yeah, um, I have a website, and it's DARE, the number two, doitnow.com. So, <laughs> you Love know, it. we're talking about confidence, and so that's, that's, that's me, DARE to doitnow.com. Uh, that's also the address for my Facebook, is uh, Facebook forward slash DARE to do it now. Um, I have a phone number, of course, and people can reach me on my cell. It's 609 Again, it's 609-238-2874. You know, I offer complimentary sessions around, um, you know, just helping people to get to their next space. And if anyone wants to talk to me, please do reach out. Tamara, it has been an absolute pleasure and privilege talking to you today. I'm so happy that you made some time to come and um, chat with me on Reveal Your Excellence this morning, my finale show. And like I said, we definitely went out with a bang with a dynamic guest like yourself. So thank you so much for um, just taking the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, um, I'm, I'm always humbled to be asked to come forward and and to know that our journey, you and I, um, is just beginning. You know, mm-hmm. so the fact that we got connected through a, a radio host um, and we can draw back our ties to um, the sorority and, and people that we know that are in common and you don't live far from me. I mean, there's just way too many. Um, I don't call them coincidences, right? They are, I don't believe in coincidence. I believe that uh, we were supposed to meet the way that we met, um, and, and certainly this is only the beginning. So I look forward to, to what's to come for you and all of the awesome things that you're doing as well. And, and to thank you for having me today. My pleasure, Tamara. You have an incredible day. Enjoy this beautiful spring weather, okay? Yep, I sure will. All right. Good to talk to you. Bye-bye. All right. Take good care. Bye-bye. That was Tamara Cosley Robinson, everyone, and I'm so happy that Tamara had an opportunity to uh, stop by the show today and just share with us her take on what it really means to develop some confidence in your life and to be able to uh, show up in the world in the most spectacular, positive way ever. I'm so um, thrilled that... um, that I was able to, you know, glean a little bit of her knowledge and understanding about the topic. And um, I have just a little bit of time to bid my Life Coach Radio Network audience um, a fond farewell. Um, As I mentioned, today is my final show with Life Coach Radio Networks, and I am going to be going on to um, some other things, doing some different things with my life and with my career. I am um, probably going to be posting some things on Facebook so that you can see what's coming up for me next. But most importantly, um, just know that the conversation that we had today um, was really impactful for me because Um, when I started this show several months ago, my intention was just to be able to reveal my excellence in in a great way, help others reveal theirs and really glean as much information as I possibly could about my message and what I want to present to the world. I feel like I've gotten even closer and closer to that message and, Um, there's some really positive things on the horizon. The great news is uh, Lord's Health System has decided that they want to sponsor um, several more months of shows 
in September, October, November, and December. So another season of Embrace Life with Renee will be starting in September. In addition to that, I've submitted several proposals for coaching and training to different organizations, and I am really excited to uh, begin kicking off this um, wonderful opportunity to be a media coach to really help people tap into their excellence and reveal themselves in a positive way on camera, on the radio, in the media, etc. Um, in addition to that, I'll be doing some personal development coaching um, that involves using on-camera techniques as a way to help people see themselves the way the world sees them. And that's very exciting as well. So thank you so much for the time that you have devoted to listening to the show. I appreciate um, all of the positive feedback that I've gotten about the show. And I just thank you um, again and again and hope that um, maybe at some point we'll reconnect. Um, But if not, then um, I wish you the absolute very best in life. Enjoy this gorgeous day and um, farewell. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.